live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Everybody and welcome. It is 5 p.m. Eastern time, so that means that you're locked and loaded in only one place on Rumble, and that's right here on LFA TV live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And we're about to get ready, folks. It's a blessing and honor to be here with you guys tonight. Thank you very much. This is a good time to share the video. Get it out there everywhere. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Everybody watching on Rumble at LFA TV, thank you very much for being here. If you don't have a profile, I'm asking you to please, please, please create a profile so you can engage in the live chat. You can rumble, you can share. I think you can share anyway, but everybody listening on the podcast, please give us a five-star review on iHeartRadio, RSS.com, and others. And if you're watching on the Roku and Fire Stick app through the Rumble uh, channel, welcome as well. Uh, We got 10 hours, 11 hours of programming all day long and uh, a lot of different personalities uh, to fit every single LFA family member. I'll tell you that. So thank you guys all very much for being here tonight. Look, we're going to start out the show with Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know what I... What I always loved about Marjorie when her and I were like on the front lines together is that she was like me when it came to saying what needed to be said, right? Obviously, she's doing, she's done and more than likely still doing things that a lot of us would agree with. I do a lot of things that a lot of people disagree with as well. But I'll tell you this, when it comes down to the brass tacks, I don't think there's anybody that'll say it as raw in the halls of Congress as Marjorie Taylor Greene, maybe Matt Gates, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, they, they say it about the rawest and about the most transparent and clear way they can say it, and they don't care if it hurts your feelings. They're not trying to be rude. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what we saw Marjorie Taylor Greene do today, dropping the truth bombs on the investigation itself, telling everybody what she saw with her own eyes in the investigation in the Biden crime family, folks, this is the kind of stuff we want. This is the kind of stuff that we've always, always wanted politicians to do. 
Don't tell us, well, we got an investigation going on right now. Don't tell us, well, we'll let that come out in a report. Don't tell us, oh, you know, we'll get to that later when we all, you know, come together and, and figure out what we want to, uh, you know, when and where we want to release this. Nope. She was just right on the steps of the Congress saying, I saw this with my own eyes. I saw that with my own eyes. Human trafficking, payments, this, that, and the other, where it was from. That is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Yep, Cat Kamek too. She's pretty good. She's pretty good. Little rhino in her, but she's pretty good. Anyway, folks, I want to go to this video now. This is the kind of stuff we need more of, and I got to applaud her on this one. I do. Got to give credit where credit is due. Let's roll the clip. Well, my takeaway right now is, is that a lot of the press is not interested anymore in hearing about the SARS reports, but they're very much real. And the investigation that's happening uh, through oversight is going to show that the Biden family is the largest crime syndicate that America's ever seen in, in politics. And what I read in over 2,000 pages of SARS reports is there is evidence, real evidence of human sex trafficking uh, with Hunter Biden and Owasco, which is his law firm. That's not just some fake company, that's his actual law firm where he was paying prostitutes. That is human sex trafficking. Um, and the, some of these women were from countries like Russia and Ukraine, as well as from all over the United States. I read that with my own eyes. Um, and the SARS reports clearly say prostitution, and it was a prostitution ring. Um, and these were many customers through Wells Fargo Bank. Um, also, what we found in the SARS reports is clear evidence. So we have this in the bank records, too. It's not just the SARS reports. We have the actual bank records, and it shows the financial transactions of money being wired in from countries like China, other countries like Ukraine, other countries, um, UAE, um, Africa. Money wired into shell LLCs. These were LLCs. Now, remember, a lot of people have LLCs. But you should be producing a product or a service. If you have a company, if you have a real legitimate company, you're producing a product or a service. These were fake LLCs for money laundering. So money, we have the bank statement shows wire transfers of money going into these LLCs and then direct payments going out to multiple Biden family members, not just Hunter Biden. We're talking about approximately um, nine to 10 and we're, we're finding more every single day because we still have many bank records still coming in. Uh, this, is, this is going to be the most explosive story um, that's happening and I think it's pro probably one of the most important things we should be talking about. And here's why. I don't care if they're Democrat, Republican, Independent, I don't care who they are, but if an elected official, Congress, Senate, the White House, you know, the President, Vice President, whoever they are, if they are abusing their position of power for influence peddling, and they're making a fortune and getting rich off of it, or their family is getting rich off of it, that is corruption that the American people should never allow. They should, and they don't want it. The American people, if they really knew what's happening, and I hope they do very soon, because we intend to expose it all, and that's what we're going to do. When the American people find out about this, I am hoping that they're willing to take their political lenses off and go, this cannot be tolerated. 
And then, you know what I would hope, I'll say this too, if any other elected official is doing the same thing, I hope they're exposed too. And I don't care what political party they're in. Amen. It's- that's what we need more of. That's what we need to hear more of. I didn't mean to cut her off there, but that's what we need to hear more of from everybody. I want to know exactly what's going on in the House of Representatives. I want to know exactly what's going on in the halls of Congress. I want to know what's going on on the Senate floor. I want to know what's going on behind Senate closed doors. That is the way our government is supposed to work. That's the difference between a democracy and a constitutional republic. Give us the information. Give it to us because we are legally and individually um, uh, entitled to that information. And we in a constitutional republic, having all the liberty down to our individual self, not the mob rule of a democracy, we're entitled to that information. So I want to hear more about that. I want to hear more congressmen and women step up to the plate like she did just there. And I want to know exactly what they've been reading. And that's what I loved about that. That's transparency, regardless of who it comes from. If Maxine Waters got up there and said that, I would be giving her props as well. It doesn't matter who it comes from. I like the truth. That seems to me like that's the truth and that's what we need more of. I read this with my own eyes, X, Y, Z. There were payments that came from this country, this country, this country, this country. There were payments going back and forth from this person to this country. There was these reports of child sex trafficking between Hunter Biden and his law firm, which, by the way, when the last time he's a lawyer, he's a painter, he's a natural gas expert. He's a uh, he's the smartest guy that the uh, smartest man that the, the, the big guy knows. You know what I mean? Truth will set you free. That's what we need more of. God bless Marjorie for that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to bring you up on a, a couple speed. I'd like to bring you up to speed on a couple more things. Do you remember Sadie, the little girl that we raised the money for the bike for? I spoke to her parents two days ago, and the bike is on its way. It had to be specially manufactured, and they and I think there's a date. I think, I think uh, a date in May or early June is when she gets her bike. It has to be specially manufactured to fit the specific kid in which it was raised for. So when they get the bike, they're going to uh, take pictures and they're going to show us, uh, they're going to send them to us so we can see that. So that's one update. The other update is the $4,000 that we raised for the East Palestine, Ohio um, residents. Uh, that $4,000 has been sent out. I spoke to the pastor. He's incredibly, uh, extremely uh, um, gracious. Uh, and he said, this is going to help so many people. And he sent me a, uh, a verse back this morning from Galatians that was talking about um, taking care of the burden of each other. So that's another update. And here's the, uh, the last update. Uh, so far this year, $35,000 we have raised and sent out through the Slurp Fund, $35,000. And that does include the 8000 that we sent to Ben and Oscar, which did take a big chunk of that, but already $35,000. So I want to say personally, thank you very much. Thank you very much for allowing me to be a part of this and to teach me and to inspire and encourage me every day to be a better person, to be a better show host, to be a better boss, to be a better network owner, I guess. I mean, I guess we're all part of this, right? This is like a, an employee owned, uh, powered by the people. But I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, let's go right now. First, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And then we'll go and we'll do some rumble chats. And then we'll get right to it if we have time. 
on this April 20th year of our Lord, 2023, fears that are not dealt with tend to magnify themselves, expose them to the revealing light of my presence, and they will shrink to a manageable proportion. Follow me confidently wherever I lead, and the shelter of my presence shall keep you safe. Psalm 37, 23, and 24. If the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his steps firm. Though he stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And from Hebrews 12, 2. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And before you turn out the light tonight, LFA family, keep your eyes on me as you step out on the limb of faith. You are actually safer here with me than you would be on the ground. And Peter was a lot safer with Jesus on the Sea of Galilee, but guess what? Nope. Took his eye off God and was not safe. So there you go. Uh, Big shout out to everybody. Let's see here. Let's bring up the Rumble chat here. Please let us know who you are, where you are from, and uh, that way we can give you a proper shout out, right? I want to slow it down here, though. Jeremy, this LFA family have no idea just how much you helped me through the days. I wish I could have hug everyone here. Same here. Same here. Galatians uh, 610, therefore we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers, amen, they get a little bit of extra, don't they, a little VIP status, right, Eagle Fight is in the building, Becca 79, uh, Terry Sue, Larry says, I get to start occupational therapy next Wednesday, I'm excited about it, that is good news and a blessing, Larry, thank you, man, Tommy, Bama Lady is in the building. Robert and Mary Kay from New Jersey is here. How are you? Thank you very much. Um, Ozzy says, listening while I watch my granddaughter. Say hi to your granddaughter. Jeremy, love the interview with you at the beginning of the show. Great. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you for that. You know who did that for us? David Brody's son. David Brody's son, actually. Him and his little team of, uh, of geniuses did that for us. Darlene from Michigan. Hello from Missouri. Vicky says, how are you? Jeremy, how much more money do we need before the end of the year? Well, we d- I think we're going for 100000 I think that's what we're going for this year. I think that's what we set. Uh, Dana from Southern New Hampshire. Gary from Clearwater, how are you? Jan from sunny Florida. And one more here, Tommy from Georgia. How you doing, man? Good to see you. Joshua from Iowa, thank you for joining in as well. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we're now 15 minutes past the hour. Please bow your heads with me. Make sure you rumble the video. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. The kingdom, the power, and the glory. The kingdom, the power, and the glory. Such powerful words that we, do, we just take for granted, huh? Kingdom, power, glory. I'm talking about trumpet sound whispers coming from God. That is the kingdom, the power, and the glory that I'm talking about. Streets of gold. That's the kingdom and power and glory that I'm talking about. No pain, no suffering. Loved ones all around living in eternity, uh, worshiping God. That is the kingdom and the power and the glory 
that I'm talking about. So if you're ready to rumble, I'm ready to rumble. I know that Eli is ready. We're all ready to do some LFA in. So let's lift up your cups and have our first slurp of the day before we get started. Mmm. That Rise Up Coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Fuel for the soul. Fuel for the soul. Here we go. First and foremost, White House responds to comments about the IRS and and allegations about the IRS whistleblower who's come out and laid it all out and said, look, I got the goods on the DOJ protecting Hunter Biden, working with Joe Biden, which is clearly against the law. I got the goods, protect me, and I will tell you, put me in Whitman's protection program. Do not let me near anywhere near Hillary Clinton, please. Please, please, please don't let me near the Clintons. And ladies and gentlemen, the White House responds. And how does the White House respond? The White House responds exactly the same way the White House always responds, by refusing to respond. Eli, imagine if you came in and I said, hey, I need to know this, and you just said, I refuse to respond. I'm not going to respond to that. How long do you think you'd be here? (laughs) Like six seconds? Anyway, this is... uh, This is the White House refusing to respond, as always. Check it out. An IRS supervisory special agent, our reporting is, is now claiming to have information about alleged mishandling and political interference in in the ongoing criminal probe of Hunter Biden. Uh, That person is seeking whistleblower protection to share information with Congress, according to this letter obtained by CNN. Our Sarah Murray just gave our viewers that reporting. And I just wonder if the White House has a comment. We're right now, as you know, we've been very clear to not comment on anything uh, related uh, to any type of investigation. So that is something uh, that we have been very, very diligent about and referring any uh, referring that to the Department of Justice. Well, there, 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 there she is, folks. There she is. Look at it. The garbage pale kid of the White House. Eli, you looking at this? That literally looks like somebody put a red sweater on a mop, turned it upside down and just stood stood there. Looking at the camera, stupid. I mean, are you serious? Stuck on stupid. That is really stuck, stuck, stuck on stupid right there. And I'm only saying that not because I'm saying she's stupid because of the way she looks. I get it. I get it. That's just a funny, that's just a little funny quip coming from me. But stupid because she won't even respond. Why won't you respond? We're not going to respond. Well, this is a pretty, uh, it's a pretty hefty allegation coming from an insider who's been working and has firsthand knowledge Uh, of the inner workings of the DOJ and the Biden administration's cover-up for Hunter Biden, and you're not going to respond? Nah, we're not going to respond to that at this moment. Well, thank you, Mean Jean, Corrine Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House. Uh, You did not disappoint. But why won't they respond? Well, this is part of this, that, and the other. This is an ongoing... It's always two things, right? Ongoing investigation and the Hatch Act. Ongoing investigation and the Hatch Act. Here's how they use the Hatch Act. They use the Hatch Act if there's any question whatsoever about Donald Trump running for president or Joe Biden possibly running for president. If there's anything around that they can sniff out or grab and attach it to that, they'll say, well, that's the Hatch Act. And somebody will say, well, actually, it has nothing to do with the Hatch Act. Excuse me, it's the Hatch Act. Anyway, moving on. And if it has nothing to do with elections and has nothing to do with Biden running for president or Trump running for president, well, then it's, well, that's under an investigation right now. So we can't really talk about ongoing investigations, even though what we're talking about would not jeopardize the uh, integrity of the investigation in any way, shape or form. But we don't want to jeopardize it. So we're not going to talk about that, that right now. And that's how they shield themselves from everything all the time. But don't worry. 
You're only going to be able to deflect for so long. You're not going to be able to do this forever because like Marjorie Taylor Greene said in the beginning of this show um, when she was talking about the fact that the Biden crime family may not like it, Democrats may not like it, but it doesn't change the fact that the investigations are happening. It doesn't change the fact that we are getting to the bottom of it. It doesn't change the fact that when we do have control of the DOJ again, and I promise you we will, then we're going to come after you, guns blazing, with everything, with claws out, and you're not going to be able to stop it. Nothing can stop what's coming and i'll only back that up by saying do you or do you not have faith or trust in trump that he is going to do what he's promising you he's going to do did he not promise you that he was going to start building that wall or that he was going to build the wall of course they stopped it with covid and everything and then getting him out of office but he promised you he was going to build that wall he promised you he was going to bring manufacturing back he promised you he was going to lower illegal immigration uh he promised you he was going to lower drug prices he promised you he was going to make america the most prosperous nation in the world again, like the uh, like the, uh, the world has never seen, which he did. He promised you he was going to bring jobs back, which he did. He promised you he was going to make the stock market roar, which he did. He promised you he was going to bring value to your 401k and your home, which he did. He promised you he was going to uh, dismantle the deep state, which they took him out before he was able to do. So you tell me, what promise did he ever go back on? So I'm just going to say this, ladies and gentlemen. I back up everything that I'm working towards by the promises of that man because nobody in the world has ever, ever, ever stuck to their promises in politics like Donald J. Trump. If you agree with me and you have not done so, please reach down and hit that thumbs up. Make that thumbs up turn green. We don't like it to sit there all white and gray and black and lame looking. We want it to have a little bit of color to it. People of color, right, Will? I know Will's in the house. He's got that people of color button that he always plays. By the, what's the difference between colored people and people of color? I'm just saying. I'm just going to throw that out there. So I have every... Uh, I have every... Uh, I have every bit of faith in Donald Trump that he's going to do exactly what he says he's going to do, and it's our job on the ground to make sure that that promise gets fulfilled. Amen? Telegram, Twitter, Facebook, Getter, True Social. If you have any of those, I would love it if you would share this link to those platforms now. And if you're on the app and you don't know how, just go over to the uh, browser version and grab the link, okay? Moving on. Office of the Special Counsel has now found that the Biden administration has violated federal law once again. Which member of the Biden administration? Well, none other than Javier Becerra, ladies and gentlemen, who's about as worthless as Alejandro Mayorkas. I don't know if those two were in a rock'em, sock'em, robots, fistfight of dweebs, they'd probably knock each other out like Rocky and Apollo, and neither of them would have hit each other. They would have just scared each other into a coma. Anyway, moving on. The U.S. office of special counsel has found that Department of Health and Homeland Services, Secretary Javier Becerra has violated the Hatch Act. You know, the very Hatch Act that they're all trying to, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it because the Hatch Act. Well, the Hatch Act actually prohibits people in executive agencies like Javier Becerra from using their official authority to influence an election. In September of 2022, Secretary Becerra expressed his support for Senator Alex Padilla's re-election. This came while he was speaking in his official capacity. The special counsel wrote in a report that was just out today, in delivering his speech, Secretary Bashera impermissibly 
mixed his personal electoral preference with official remarks. The Office of Special Counsel found that Department of Health and Human Services HHS secretary violated federal law in doing so. Special Counsel Henry Kerner sent a letter to President Joe Biden in which he said that Bashara violated the Hatch Act by publicly expressing support for California Democrat Senator Alex Padilla's re-election while appearing in an official capacity. As explained in the accompanying report, OSC concluded that Secretary Bashara did in fact violate the Hatch Act by doing so. And... Um, The Hatch Act prohibits federal employees from using their official authority or influence to affect the outcome of any election, Kerner continued. In delivering this speech, um, he did so. The special counsel also noted that Secretary Beshara should have known that this was prohibited, which means, but this is the problem when you get all the, when you um, allow all these people, all these people that uh, Biden has nominated, when you allow them into these positions, they have no idea what the position is even about. They have no idea what the job is that they're actually doing. And that's why when they come in for a hearing to Congress, they don't care if they don't have anything. They're just like, I don't know. You don't have those numbers for us? Nope, I don't know. Here's what I think. I think we should make it a law. Me and Eli were talking about this the other day. I think we should make it a law that if any, bureau, if any head of any agency comes in to a hearing and they don't have the basic answers to basic questions to the job that they're actually overseeing, or if they don't have aides with them, personal aides that can get these answers by the time the hearing is done, they should be locked up in a jail cell in Congress until that information is provided. None of this crap anymore where you're going to say, well, we're going to get that to you in a few weeks. No, you should have had it to me right now. That's what you're doing here. It is part of your job to have that information for me. So I don't care if you are Alejandro Mayorkas. I don't care if you are Javier Bashera. I don't care if you're Christopher Ray. I don't care if you're Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. I don't care if you're Janet Yellen. I don't care who you are. If you don't have the basic answers to basic questions that we the people should know that you are that you are overseeing then you should have to sit in some kind of holding cell until it comes i guarantee you you would hear no more um well we don't have that for you right now uh well we're gonna have to wait and get to you that oh well we're we're gonna have to have a staff email you back no if they knew that there were real life consequences to the fact that they couldn't do their job i guarantee you they would do it real quick don't you how many people agree with that if you agree with that do me a favor and share this video eli agrees with that Eli says, my all-time personal fa- favorite. Yeah, I had no idea. You, what, do you, what, what do you mean you had no idea? It is, your, it is your highest duty of your job to have an idea. So I think we should have real-life consequences for those people. Let me know if you agree that there should be real-life consequences that they're not going to be able to get away from. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a word from our sponsor. I have got an incredible video for you. You want to see how awesome... The EnviroCleanse unit really is. Watch this. Uh, Air purifier ingested all of the fumes, but there was nothing coming out. Even with the high-speed footage, you couldn't see not even a little bit of fumes coming out of the outlet. And another thing I found really interesting is that with the gas fumes, normally when you open a can of gas, you just start smelling it right away. And with the gas fumes, you really couldn't smell any gas time so what we have here is a airtight tent right here where air can't get in and watch air can't this get this out. is incredible inside the tent i have the enviro cleanse mobile uv air purifier and i'm going to add this little guy to the mix this smoke bomb i'm going to light this off 
throw it inside the tent. I'm going to turn on the EnviroCleanse, and we're going to see how fast it cleans the air. Watch this. This is so incredible. Obviously, the one on the left has no EnviroCleanse in it. The one on the right does. Two minutes. If you look closely, you can see the air circulating like crazy inside of this chamber, and the smoke is clearing out really quickly. This video is not... Ladies and gentlemen, that's the power of the EnviroCleanse. Literally two minutes. I like to show you better than I can tell you. So, like EnviroCleanse says, you should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because more than likely, it probably does. Okay? These things are that incredible. I'm not joking. Anybody in here that has one would be able to tell you that that's the case. So if you really think that you could maybe possibly put one of these in your home and actually make it increase your uh, livelihood, increase your breathing, well, then what's $700? Oh, wait a minute. Nope. Use promo code LFA and you get 10%, 15% off that. And you could pay payments if you want by going to ekpure.com, ekpure.com, using promo code LFA today. Better... It's better to show you than I can tell you. Folks, we just crossed 3,000 people. I want to say thank you for everybody being here. We've got some amazing news, breaking news and everything coming up right now in this next segment. But first of all, we're going to talk about Fox News showing its true colors. Fox News showing its true colors. Who did they can? Well, they didn't really can Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino put out a statement saying we couldn't come to terms. And then goes on to say probably just best for us to cut ways right now. Who knows what can happen in the future? Well, let me, let me connect some dots for you. Who else is gone? Judge Janine, gone. Dan Bongino, gone. Maria Bartiromo, gone. Who else is going to go next? So why, what do these three people have in common? What does Judge Janine, Maria Bartiromo, and Dan Bongino... What do they all have in common that is not welcome at Fox? Does anybody want to know? Does anybody have an idea? What do those three people have in common that is not welcome at Fox News, especially right now in a presidential cycle? Does anybody want to, um, does anybody want to take a stab at that? Boom, right there. Rhonda, you hit the nail on the head. Every one of them support Trump. Every one of them support Trump, and every one of them believe that Trump was cheated out of the election. Now, a lot of people said truth, and that is right. But every single one of them are avid and staunch Trump supporters, and Fox cannot have anybody in their arena that is an avid, an avid backbone-having, courage-filled Trump ally in Fox News. They can't have it because if they have anybody on there that has their own show, that has their own contracts to be able to bring on their own guests, then you're never going to be able to tell Dan Bongino. You're never going to be able to tell Maria Bartiromo. You're never going to be able to tell Judge Jeanine or any of these people that they can't have Trump on their shows or support Trump on The Five or support Trump on hits that they do. Think about that, folks. Think about that. A lot of people aren't talking about that. Now, I know Dan Bongino didn't really want to say a lot, and he didn't say there's no conspiracy here. He did say that. But I do want to play this for you real quick, all right? I'll play a little bit of it for you. Folks, regretfully, um, last week was my last show on Fox News, on the Fox News channel. Uh, I haven't told Joe that. Uh, I know Guy, who's in the office with me, knew before the show. Um, I had to let my team know uh, here this morning, and uh, 
it's um it's tough it's tough to say that it is, it is tough because he was there for over 10 years. You know what I mean? Doing hits and, and his show. And, and uh, if you watch that whole speech, he's, he got choked up. Uh, and he does say there's no big conspiracy here. We just couldn't come to terms. But he does say things in there that you got to take out. Like, we just, you know, it's probably best that we just part ways right now. There's just, you know, you know, just, we didn't, just couldn't come to terms. Come to terms on what? Come to terms on what? A contract agreement? Money? Or come to terms on the fact that you weren't going to be silent for them. Come to terms on the fact that they probably didn't want you to say this, that, and the other. And certain people like Maria, certain people like uh, Dan Bongino, certain people like Judge Janine are probably like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Okay? We're not going to do that. Now, we don't have, uh, there's no way that this company could even afford to even, even have Dan Bongino look our way. He's got his own thing going on. He's great. He's got a, he's a big uh he's a big owner in stock and rumble and everything. He'll be fine. Uh but ladies and gentlemen, Fox is te- definitely going downhill. It's definitely going downhill. And there's got to be something, there's got to be a common denominator that people need to look at. And the common denominator between those three are the fact that they are avid Trump supporters and avid Trump allies. So we'll see uh maybe I'm sure Sean can get Dan to come on his show. They're good friends. Um, I read Hannity was in there too, but not sure. Yeah, I don't think Hannity's got. Yeah, I don't think he's got. He's uh, he's completely uh, bought and paid for, so he's cool. They're not going to let him go. But speaking of news organizations that are going downhill, check this out. Remember far left BuzzFeed? Remember I told you that people that investors were leaving BuzzFeed and they were going to be gone by the end of the year. Well, BuzzFeed has shut the doors, ladies and gentlemen. BuzzFeed is shutting down. For good. BuzzFeed is best known for publishing the fake Hillary Clinton-funded Russia dossier story in January of 2017, shortly before Trump's inauguration. The fake news outlet was sued for publishing the Russian dossier. Last year, it was reported that BuzzFeed was losing $10 million a year. We reported on that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, going the way, going the route of a lot of these far-left places, including CNN, I think, in, in, in a, in a very uh, soon-to-be uh, future, or at least completely revamping it. Um, BuzzFeed News, the Pulitzer Prize-winning digital news website that took the internet by storm roughly a decade ago and inspired jealousy from legacy media organizations will shudder. BuzzFeed Chief Executive Jonah Peretti announced today the move was part of a broader layoff across BuzzFeed. Peretti said in a memo to staffers with the company moving to slash 15% of its workforce or 180 employees. While layoffs are occurring across the board, nearly every division were determined that the company can no longer continue to fund BuzzFeed News as a standalone organization. So, bye-bye. Do we have the, uh, where is our famous and I know a lot of people don't like this sound uh, this this um this sound bite but it is one of my favorites and here we go it's amazing when you lie what happens and it's amazing when you tell the truth what happens so another one bites the dust but don't worry don't worry if you do go homeless if you do go homeless Mike Crispy's already announced it we Trump is going to ban the homeless so yes ban the homeless Ban the homeless, right, Eli? <laughs> oh, the great Mike Crispy. Oh, but the, the good news keeps on coming, folks, for people who tell lies, people who go woke. Woke ESPN will begin its major layoffs next week as part of Disney cut cost efforts. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, by the way, that wasn't Ron DeSantis that put a big dent into, uh, into Disney. It was you. It was me. It was everybody who no longer bought their movies. It was everybody who no longer paid for their subscription of their crappy streaming service. That is who made um, ESPN go broke. So let's get into this. The network, which used to cover sports exclusively, has made the mistake of embracing woke politics in recent years. This is most uh, certainly having a negative effect on their bottom line. ESPN will begin layoffs next week as part of the parent company uh, decision by Disney to cut massive um, costs because they uh, they just don't have the money anymore. Cuts will include some on-air talent and management, said the people who asked not to be named because the discussions are private. The number of layoffs at ESPN are unclear, and the decision process is still fluid. An ESPN spokesman did decline to comment. Uh, Disney is eliminating 7,000 jobs, which I told you about two, uh, last week. So this is good news, folks. Uh, this isn't good news for our economy as far as people working. This isn't good news for a lot of the people that are probably going to get laid off, because a lot of these people are probably just trying to do their jobs. But guess what? If you're in bed with these criminals, then you are complicit. And if you are complicit in this stuff, then guess what? You are collateral damage. If you're going to be an ignorant, uh, complicit person just to have a job, well, then you're going to be um, uh, collateral damage because just like the law says, ignorance is not innocence. So you'll be thrown under the bus. It is what it is, folks. Uh, Speaking of woke and speaking of out of control and speaking of lying and speaking of uh, uh, we'll get their due someday, Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs, uh, she is bragging and the left is celebrating. This is the weirdest story of the day, I got to tell you. And we're going to be covering some serious transitioning, detransitioning stories here in just a minute. So viewer discretion advised for the kids in the room. Um, but uh, Katie Hobbs, ladies and gentlemen, she's celebrating the fact that the, the left-wing Phoenix News Times is calling her the veto queen. Now, our great Anna Perez touched on this just a little bit ago on her show Wrong Think, but why in the H-E double hockey sticks would you, be want, would you want to be known as the veto queen, whether you are a Republican or whether you are a Democrat? If your representatives of your state, which represent the people of your state in the state Senate and in the state House, which are Republican-controlled, which lets everybody know that you stole the election, but that's another story. If your representatives of the people in your state are wanting to pass laws and you are vetoing them, what does that say about you? Why would you celebrate that? Why would the left be like throwing parties and she be all happy because she's calling herself the veto queen? She's not even the legitimate governor of the state to begin with. That is why Republicans have the legislature and you are the lone governor who nobody likes, who nobody's going to work with. So what are we what are we working towards here in Arizona? Let's say that let's say that she remains as the governor and Carrie Lake doesn't doesn't uh, get put in the rightful position that she won. Let's just say that that's the hypothetical and, and more than and more than likely uh, outcome here. What are you going to do? Are you going to get nothing done for the next four years, two years? Are you going to get absolutely nothing done? Are you just going to fight with your people of your state and you're not going to pass anything that they pa- uh, give to you? Is that what's going to happen here? Because they're not going to cave to you. Okay, fine. You're the governor, but you're not going to have any power outside of executive order. What, 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 are you, what, what, is this, what are you trying to accomplish here? The people of Arizona, great Arizonans, what are they going to do? They're just going to sit back and, 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 and let this, oh, I'm the veto queen, and you're going to throw uh, parties, hard R parties, just because of the fact that you want to be the veto queen? What a stupid and irresponsible way to think. 
What an absolute stupid and irresponsible way to think. Let's bring up the Rumble chat here. Let's see what you guys say about this because I just think regardless if you're a Democrat or a Republican, it's just a stupid, nonsensical way to think. She needs to go drown in a lake, says Larry Ria. Purple Freak says she's a stupid, what a stupid slob. She thinks she's queen the way she doesn't have to approve anything and stay in office. I know, she's so, I, what a stupid way to think. Bongino let off the radio show today saying he left the show on Fox because he couldn't agree on a contract. He said they left on good terms. He did not badmouth Fox. Nope, he did not. I'll give him that. He did not badmouth Fox. Probably in his contract that he can't too as well. The contract, you know, is, as far as like uh, uh, contracts that last beyond your contract, like non-disclosure invo- uh, agreements and stuff like that, NDAs. Uh, she's a moron. <laughs> she's a loser. You know what? Let's go. That's a good. That is a good call to uh, call to action. She is a what, ladies and gentlemen? Roll it. I'm a loser. Shady slobs. I'm a loser. Katie Abbott. And I'm not, not what I appear to be. Rumble this video, ladies and gentlemen. Where are we at with rumbles? We are, let me just do a quick refresh here. We're at 1,060 rumbles. Can we get to 1,500 rumbles? That's going to be very tough. We do have 3,100 people watching, though. So maybe, just maybe we can get there, okay? Jeremy just checked the five. Judge Janine was on there. Yeah, I don't know when that ends with her. They're gonna, they're, her, her contract is probably not over yet. Um, Hobbs is a commie cartel laundry money recipient. Yes, she is. Bottle of whiskey for courage and manners of great of goat. Skanky Hobbs, the queen of trash. <laughs> yes, they dropped all charges on Alec Baldwin. Exactly. So yeah, uh, as far as Judge Janine, I don't know when her contract is up. She's probably gonna. She probably goes to the end of her contract, and they're probably not renewing her contract. Um, I don't, I haven't heard a, a statement from her yet. I haven't heard a statement from her yet. So probably just not renewing contracts. That's the way they're going to play it off. All right, moving on. All congressional Democrats vote to end women's sports, to destroy women's sports. Ladies and gentlemen, this is really sickening. Actually, this is really, really, really sickening. Every house Democrat. I want you to hear this, and I want you to hear this very closely, especially if you have people out there that call themselves uh, Democrat, but are feminists. Every House Democrat just voted against the protection of women and, uh, and Girls in Sports Act of 2023 on Thursday, today. Republicans were still able to pass the bill on a party-line vote. However, Senate Democrats promised to block the bill in the United States Senate. Joe Biden also said that he would veto the bill if it reached his desk. H.R. 734, better known as the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act of 2023, states, quote, It shall be in violation of subsequent A, or subsection A, excuse me, for a recipient of federal financial assistance who operates, sponsors, or facilitates athletic programs or activities to permit a person whose sex is male to participate in an athletic program or activity that is designated for women and girls. And every single Democrat voted that down. They were the party of the slaves. They didn't want uh, they didn't want to equal human rights, so they had slaves. They were the party of uh, keeping women out of voting. They were the party of uh, anti uh, anti women rights, and here they are again today, ladies and gentlemen, doing the same exact thing as they've always always done. Now you want to you want to see something special, and here's where I think you need to share the video right now. If you've not shared this video. Right now is going to be that moment where you're going to want to. Because in response 
to the Democrats all saying they're going to vote down this bill and voting it down in the House and response to Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch, we have a very powerful message, ladies and gentlemen. Let me remove the lower thirds. You're going to need to see this in, an, in its entirety. Roll it. When I was a little girl, I had this dream that seemed so impossible. I was going to be the fastest runner in the world. I got this little nugget of an idea from my dad. He used to watch me run and say, Ain't no woman alive that can beat you. And I believed him. He made me feel invincible. It wasn't easy. I trained hard, harder than anyone else I know. But I was made for this. I was an unstoppable force. A life dedicated to perfection. But even perfection wouldn't be enough. Erased. Women erased out of history, their records erased out of history, their accomplishments erased out of history. And why? It is very, the Republicans right now should be spending as much money as they have. Ronna McDaniel and her facelifts and all of her luxurious travels and all of her uh, 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 Great materialistic things that she's buying with your donor with the donor money. Do you know what they should do? Republicans right now should be on one major campaign, a campaign like the Democrats do, and they should be all over every TV. Democrats are erasing women achievements. Democrats are erasing women's sports. Democrats are erasing women's records. Democrats are erasing. Women. I mean, come on. Do they need to hire me as the marketing guy here for this? This is this is a layup. This is a layup. Pass this around the world. Force this in every cable station. Force this on every news station. Put this on every streaming network. That needs to be the message. Where is the RNC? This is perfect. This is the moment. This is the time for them to say, look what Democrats are doing to, your, to our women, to our coveted, wonderful, strong moms, strong daughters, strong aunts, single moms. What is going on here? Where is the Republican Party? Amen. Don't you think that this is a perfect opportunity for them to show the world what's really going on here? Because it can't just be little old life from America. We can't even get in the audience that we used to once get. It's like nobody wants to hear the truth anymore. You want another truth bomb for you? I got another one for you. Now, I'm not one to constantly, uh, uh, I'm not one to anymore anyway, prop up Project Veritas. But Project Veritas has uncovered something. I think we need to show it. I think we definitely need to show it. We got doctors mutilating 10-year-old girls. Doctors mutilating 10-year-old girls. Thank you to Project Veritas, with or without James O'Keefe, for putting this out there. Again, 10,000 people should be in here watching this, but they would rather watch some soap opera about he said, she said crap than saving our kids. Roll it. Um, we do have patients who are as starting as young as 
uh, eight, nine. We have a lesser gender affirming therapist that we yeah. can provide to. They said it was transition or suicide. Look at this girl. Like I was Look how no pretty choice. she I was. was. You will kill yourself if you don't go through with these treatments. You will kill yourself. <laughs> you know, pro hormone, pro changes. If you don't do this, your child will kill, kill themselves. That is a, the most common theme. You don't think anybody can do that for a ten-year-old to do the surgery? They told you. I've just, I've never done a ten-year-old. Yeah. To be quite fair with you, I've done since. So, Mount Sinai Adolescent Clinic. They started age ten. She did say this about. Surgery. The way to go at this age, age 10, would be something like a puberty blocker. When you then get to age 14, uh, is when I'll consider some, you know, cross-gender hormones. 14 is a reasonable age. Most, most kids are mature enough to make a relatively informed con uh, decision. Uh, we do have patients who are hold on, starting... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 14, you're well-informed enough to make a, a decision whether you want to get mutilated or not. And they're starting them out at 10 years old and puberty blockers. And one doctor said, I've never done a 10-year-old, but I guess, you know, I might. What? Parents should be jailed for life for doing this for their children, to their children. Any parent that allows this to happen should be jailed for life, period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You want to know why? Because if my 15-year-old daughter right now goes down to the tattoo shop parlor and says, I'd like to get a tattoo, she's not allowed to get one. If my 15-year-old daughter goes to a rated R movie, she's not allowed to get in if, they, if they, she looks relatively young. If they go in to buy cigarettes or a lighter right now into the gas station, they will not be able to buy it. If they go into the liquor store and they buy alcohol, they will not be able to buy it. And if they want to get tattoos, they'll say, no, you can't do that because you never know you might regret that when you get older. But yet you're going to cut off their privates? Like, what is happening? What is happening? Now, I have another video here that I think you should see. And this is, uh, this is very sad. This is very, 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 very sad. Um, this is what happens when you transition and then you try to go back and you can't. This is very, very, very sad. Roll it. Almost 30 year old man. This is what I look like. This is what I sound like as an almost 30 year old man. This is what happens when you let people transition in adolescence before they've had a chance to grow up, before they had a chance to even learn who they were. Not just let, but pressure. Pressure people to transition at these ages. Young, vulnerable people who are already so suggestible. And I feel like everyone is ignoring the pain because they are afraid that it threatens their choices and their narrative. If you want to transition in your 20s, you've had ch a chance to be a man or a woman and this is what you want to do okay that's one thing i do take accountability i did it i did it in secret from my parents i take accountability for all of my choices but when is the trans community going to take accountability for theirs for leading me down this path this is the face of an almost 30 year old man this is the voice of an almost 30 year old man i'm an almost 30 year old man this is what i look like there's no going back, kids. There's no going back. And who started all this? Who is the culprit? Who is the culprit in all of this, ladies and gentlemen? I'll tell you who the culprit is in all of this. You ready for this? Here's the culprit that started it all. Roll it. Notice that you went back. You went back to the White House recently. You haven't been back. No. Uh, since I uh, wasn't invited. The, uh, and you never will be back. <laughs> and you never will be back. And you never will be back. Sasquatch. 
That's who started it all. That is who started this war on our children. And it needs to stop now. And it needs to stop by you and your family and your parents and your children. If they're parents, they need to start speaking up. I'm going to tell you something last night. I don't have a lot of time left, but I'm going to tell you something. Last night, I went to the store real quick before I went home. And there was people talking about how, you know, certain people don't get in trouble in society and other people do get in trouble in society. And I went off and you could tell I was speaking to normies. They had no idea what I was talking about, but I was going off. There was people behind me. There was people walking through the store and I was talking about these, these crazy transgenders and these crazy parents that need to be locked up for letting their people be transgendered and, and, and going down this road and people are looking at me and I'm like, I don't give a damn. I do not give a damn. I'm going to say it and I don't care what you call me. I don't care what you you say because guess what courage is contagious and sooner or later the tides are going to turn sooner or later more and more parents are going to see more and more parents starting to stand up and they're going to stand up too and they're going to say you know what I'm not going to allow this anymore I'm not going to allow this anymore or at least I'm not going to allow it without saying something and that's the big part right there do not allow it without saying something push back have a pushback narrative against this you always have to have a pushback narrative if not you're letting it happen you're watching it happen and you're letting it happen meanwhile Meanwhile, going back to the upside down mop garbage pail kid of the White House, who is part of the LGBTQ community, who does want trans terrorism, who does want every girl to become a boy and every boy to become a girl, who does want society to stop as we know it because it's not viable to do that. Listen to her. Say a word about the decision yesterday made by the Florida Board of Education to expand the state's dystopian don't say gay law. As this measure takes Doesn't effect, say it, it in the will bill. prohibit all students up to seniors in high school from learning about our learning about or discussing LGBTQI plus people in the classrooms. Teachers in Florida have already faced the devastating consequences of the existing law. Under threat of having their licenses revoked, gay teachers have been forced to take down pictures of their spouses from their desks <laughs> and censor their classroom yeah, materials. That is bull. What censoring a liar. Censoring classes. What a, yes, we are censoring classroom materials when they're gay. Yes, we are. Because you do not need to be teaching sex, period. Gay sex, animal sex, bisex, queer sex, whatever sex it is, it does not need to be taught in our schools period. And I would argue sex education doesn't even need to be taught in our schools. That's what I would argue. That's what I would argue. And if you agree with me, please rumble the video and share this video. Now I've got one more sponsor and then I got to tell you about two more quick things. And then we're going to go right into culture wars tonight. And Will Johnson will, you know, what's crazy about this culture war though. Here's the thing. Like that person said, they are telling, they're actively telling children, you will kill yourself. They're saying you will kill yourself. If you don't transition, that's what they're telling kids. So kids are believing guidance counselors and they're like, oh, maybe I will kill myself. Maybe I will kill myself if I don't transition. And that's what they're making them believe. They're forcing them to believe that. It's disgusting. Just like the garbage pail kid just said, the don't say gay bill. You're still saying that? It doesn't say it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got to protect our kids. We got to protect our homes. We got to protect our lives. We got to protect our lungs. We got to protect our bodies. And we definitely have to protect the dollar because the dollar is going to shift in a handbasket right now. And we've got to protect what we do have. And it, you don't need a lot. You can buy silver coins. You can buy gold coins. You can buy stuff that's in circulation, bullion, like this stuff right here. And it's worth its weight in gold and silver. It really is. And it's great. You don't have to be a millionaire or a billionaire. You can buy gold bars. You can buy silver bars. You can go and transition your 401k to a gold IRA. Call 855-559-3433. 
or go to goldco.com slash live. If you've been thinking about it, give them a call. They're great people. They're great to talk to, and they will tell you exactly what you need, whether you need the gold bars, the gold silver, uh, the silver bars, or the, uh, the coins that are in circulation, or an IRA. They will help you customize. But I say diversify. That's goldco.com slash live. Okay. Everyone is waking up to Ron DeSantis, folks. Everyone. Check out what this guy went on Fox News and said about Ron DeSantis. He is losing everybody's respect because he is being looked at as weak. And what other choice does he have when you're going up against Daddy Trump? Ron DeSantis is close to making a fool of himself with his Walt Disney obsession. This has been going on now for months and months and months. And I would argue that it is unseemly, number one. A governor should not be come crashing down on if not the biggest, one of the biggest business. I don't like Disney's politics either, their woke politics. My guess is Bob Iger is going to change that. But whatever, I, uh, DeSantis should make a deal and stop already. He's not running against Walt Disney for president. Governors shouldn't attack businesses. I think right. it sets a bad precedent, okay? And the cause may be just, I don't like woke any more than anybody else. But it's not good for a governor of a state because it suggests maybe as a president he would be attacking business. And that's what the lefties do, not what the conservatives So it doesn't matter. He, he's starting to be exposed from on the left. He's starting to be exposed on the right. He's starting to be exposed on Fox News. And if you got people on Fox News saying he's weak and he looks weak, it's not looking good. For Ron DeSantis. And one more thing to close out the day, folks. E- delete the elite. Eli, delete the elite. What am I talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk is on a terror right now. Pull it up. Hey, Hillary Clinton, where's your blue check mark? Hey, Bill Gates, where's your blue check mark? Elon Musk is literally deleting the elite. He is taking away their voice. He is not because he's taking away their voice, because they're running away. They don't want to have a voice anymore on Twitter. They're going to put all their stock in TikTok, I guess. Hillary Clinton's blue check mark gone as of today. Bill Gates' blue check mark gone as of today. Hashtag delete the elite. Are you guys ready to delete the pedos? Are you guys ready to delete Hillary Clinton? Are you guys ready to delete Joe Biden, to delete Bill Gates? Are you ready to delete Klaus Schwab and George Soros? Are you ready to delete the Agenda 2030? Are you ready to delete the elite? I am. Hashtag it right now. I'm going to put it in the, in the uh, comment section right now. Yes, Biden's is gone too. Delete the elite. There it is right there. It's in the comment section, ladies and gentlemen. Delete the elite. Delete the evil. We're going to continue to push these people out of positions of power. We're going to continue to take ourselves, our country back. And ladies and gentlemen, that brings me to the saying that I always say, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you can find it in your heart and you're not a monthly or one-time donor yet please do so we are powered by the people by going to jeremyharrell.com and thank you to all those who are rumble ranting and keeping the slurp fund uh fill uh filled up and also thank you for keeping eli employed we love you culture wars is coming up with will johnson next he's going to take it deeper into leaving our children alone we definitely need to start screaming at the top of our lungs leave our children alone we got that sound bite i used to have one that said that and it's right there. Hey, teacher, leave them kids alone.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading the gospel. Will Johnson next. Culture Wars. Peace. Never stop screaming that we first in America